so the big shift has been that the art has made me connect to my soul more, to give me more focus and more color in my life that is to do with humans, but to do with my canvas and my art, my creativity that feeds my soul to do better at what I do every day. Then my voice is coming out and how I am today that you see me. Try this bad boy out for science. You are welcome to take a seat at the table where we use a new lens, where humanity are stakeholders. Different distinctions encouraged, intention starts from a no-judgment zone, a certain age is not criteria, and where you become comfortable with the uncomfortable to facilitate a new conversation. Welcome to the Decision Table. These are just casual conversations like... We just join the rest of the world in on our conversation, but like I get spoiled. I have some amazing friends across the world. Funny thing is, across you know, you're are you in Sydney or are you somewhere else in Australia? Oh, no. I'm pretending <laughs> this is my new Zoom background. Well, I just really I just exactly. thought, wow, I just thought I would you know like oh. pretend that maybe you got on a plane and okay. got to go somewhere. Well, I got on my little. My 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 broomstick, and I ended up in Pearl Beach. A broomstick! Oh, you've upgraded that broomstick then, because <laughs> my broomstick don't work like that. <laughs> economy, I'm going all the way. Economy. <laughs> oh look, and now we're getting flashing lights. I can't move the table. I may have dropped my light last night. <laughs> This is the typical Saturday morning where we are just like, hello, it's Saturday morning in Sydney. Oh, and God. we're kind of with it. And I don't know. These conversations are so cool, Zarina. Um, oh. We have had different people on here every day. And, you know, like I said, I feel spoiled that I get to have amazing conversations with amazing leaders across the world. And so I was like, you know, we need to make these more public. Some of these conversations that we're having, Mm. are so important and the only way we're going to change and disrupt the patterns of what has been kind of acceptable or kind of the norm is to have open forums where we're having conversations like yeah. I'm sure we are going to have today. Sure am. <laughs> but here's the thing. What's it like not traveling so much? Because uh, I know you were traveling a little bit as part of your lifestyle. Well, what I yeah. do. A lot. Yes. New York about a year ago. I know. <laughs> Can't believe and, it. And that opened up so many opportunities for you, right? Yeah. It's really interesting. That that was really good. I mean, you know, I mean, mm. it's just another, what do you call it, another feather in my hat, you know? Yeah, the, feather just, in your hat. You know, that's all my, the, in regards to the art part. But, mm. um, you know, does, does your people know what I do? <laughs> that's okay. We we just want to know you as a person first, and then oh, we'll. Oh, but good. you can say it if you want. I just like who knows no, where so, we go with this conversation, you know? Um, yeah. So, no, no. It's just about this. That, that was just another level about just yeah a feather in the hat, right? So no. um, that I just thought that was really cool. That I was discovered as a as a, an emerging artist in New York, but I wasn't yeah. discovered in Australia. So so um, I just came back and that welcome was to my world. <laughs> Not as an artist, but like, oh, you get recognised over there, but not here. What is that with Australia? Well, it's it's actually it's really interesting. There's a music industry as well. The okay. music industry is rife like that. It's a lot of um, you know local artists, and well, this is what I know from I used to go out with a mm. music manager. 
but musicians have to go to America to make it big, then to be taken seriously in Australia. It is a, um, I think it's just a population thing. It's a, it's that, that like, it's that if you can make it big in America where there's more masses, more variety of people, then you can make it big in our island of Australia. <laughs> but does that mean that, and I think also that just to add in that pot, because I know for me, it's like I really thought different to most people that I knew and met in Australia. I really did. Yeah. I was a much bigger thinker and in, yes. in, in future thinker than anyone that I'd met kind of around me. Uh, I was willing to go against the norm if I thought it was going to add value to humans. Um, and I just felt like I didn't have those conversations so much, well, really at all, at the the time when I really began my work yeah. uh, in Australia and so for me it was so much easier yeah. so much easier and you know I've had so much more sort of flow from America and beyond than I have from Australia now that I've been in America and I've met these amazing it's almost like credibility I remember sports stars and, and like you said in the music it's like you become famous somewhere else not that I'm famous by the way just for anyone that thought oh my gosh she's famous uh you know I'm not and uh, but I had much more of a following. I met with people over there, and all of a sudden, people go, "Oh, she might have something quite worthy to say. I might need to listen to her." Yes. <laughs> but why do you think that? Like, why do you think Australia is more like that? I think that you know. Also, another piece of that is: is it because? We're, we're a little afraid sometimes, uh, our culture, I'm meaning, of doing things a bit different than the Australian way. I don't yeah, know. What do you think? think? It's that tall poppy syndrome a little bit. Not that yeah. I want to go into that, but I mean. No, um, you can go in. Yeah, by the I way, there's no judgment at this table. There's nothing that's off go zone. Um, yeah, I, I, you can talk about anything. No, I think it's actually the tall poppy syndrome, really, I, yeah. uh, that we have as a part yeah. of our culture. Um, but look, at the end of the explain, day, explain what that is because I know Americans have always asked me, what do you mean, the tall poppy syndrome? Well, what I've got a lot of American friends and and it's very positive. People mm. really in American culture like to support those who have made it, you know, or, or are making it or are wanting to or whatever that is, right? Here, I think you have to Buddy, have battle scars all over your head, body, and bruises before anyone takes you seriously. I think I don't know. It's like no, I'm with you like on that. this. I'm totally with you on this one. You know, yeah. I think that um, I've been what I do. For, I think ten years. It's yeah. gone like so fast, but I've met incredible leaders, incredible speakers, mm. and entrepreneurs. Like I've had the gift of being able to be upfront and personal and close to them, and yeah. understanding them on a different level to then seeing what they do do right. But yeah. I think it's just, I think it's really, um, it's, it's that, it's a, it's a cultural thing. It just is, mm. you know, gosh, help me. You know, America's going through so much change, um, and a reality change and a reality check. So it's quite, maybe it's quite interesting where that maybe it's, 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 it's a positivity that they've been living mm. in. And because they are up there in their bubble of positivity, I think that maybe this, what they're going through now is this time of like, oh, God, maybe we aren't as good as we think we are in some ways, and maybe we, in some ways, in some people. But it's a reality check for them when they've been up there in their bubble. Whereas we, like sometimes mm. we've got, a, we're in our reality, we're in our reality all the time anyway, trying to get to our bubble, 
you know, yeah. of, you know, of success. Bring and, that bubble closer. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's just like it's just, it's just it's coming down, and we're going up. You know, it's kind of like not that bad, not not that obvious, but a little bit of a different thinking about it, a little bit like that. Yeah, I, I guess. Yeah, I just because on that piece, why I'm saying that. Why, sorry, yeah. why I'm saying that is because the Americans are mm. are going. Oh my God, we are mm. an embarrassment. Like mm. people are looking at us. And they're talking like about us in a certain way, um, you know those sort of reflections that they cannot not uh, ignore, right? From the world culture, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody around the world, in the you know with whatever's going on. And but I think that I think in you know the other hand, we're living in in times where oh my god, thank God I'm in Australia, like in a way that we're right. living in safety. Um, we're living yeah. in a control. I don't actually pinch myself. I mm. actually do not. To this minute, really mm. amazes me that how we've come through, how what we've done with our government or people, how we've just sort of worked it together. Like we've just come together. It's been. Have phenomenal. we come together, or are we just good sheep? No, we're good sheep. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the thing, right? Like you talked about the Americans. I love America. I love the thinking over there. I love so much about America. But I also agree that it it has all – because there's such a population, a lot of people believing it, going for it, it becomes almost this noise above the noise. Yes. And, and they've been able to be the noise above the noise. Yes. But they're also dealing now with this America that maybe many Americans aren't loving so much. Um, but you know, there's, there's uh, so many Americans that are going, Hey, I'm, we're, we're having divided thinking here, and whereas in a lot of times that the Americans have gone, you know, we're really joined together. And I think yeah. what you're saying there is in Australia, I do, by the way, think in Australia we've been, and I think this comes to the tall poppy syndrome, that there is this mentality that, well, the system says this, the people say this, or this is the way to do it, so you need to do it. And we kind of don't question things. Uh, we, you know, we really don't. There's a few that might and you would get stomped on if you're not the major people that do it here. Now, that's culturally some of the lenses in which we as humans that are born in that country or live in that country or brought up in the country, that's what we're living amongst. And I don't know, going back to the tall poppy syndrome, you know, if there's one thing I could do in Australia, it's eliminate that. But but, but say, for example, right, you've got a crisis. Mm. You need to have that leader. That just, you do, okay, totally. That leader I've got to follow there might be dodgy things or not or but just yeah. have to follow the status quo. And and I think this is what in a way that in essence we've all been the sheep, good sheep. Yeah. And the you know, and we've done a good job to be good little sheep. <laughs> um, you know. Good little <laughs> in the sheep. Instance of a pandemic. That's Do you know what makes me laugh? Because I don't uh, understand this whole thing. Here, here we are in Australia and we're talking about sheep. And usually uh-huh. that's the Kiwi joke, yeah. <laughs> so I think that's hilarious. Just that we're talking about Australians are sheep. Go the Kiwis versus the Aussies just oh, yeah. then for a moment. Okay. You know what? I'm married to a Kiwi, right? Don't worry. Yes, I know. <laughs> Love a Kiwi. It's just um, funny. It was one of those funny moments that I go, the irony of that right now. Yeah, yeah. I know. It's a lot. <laughs> it is, right? Anyway, what will you say? The um 
I, yeah, I think that there's a, I think that, you know, that leadership really, I, I think that I, I, I really, really started to see people when I was stepping it up in, especially our leader, our prime minister, or some mm. of these people kind of really, um, really on the brink of crying. And that really got to me, like nearly went, oh my gosh, I'm watching them on national television mm. and just let it out, babe, let it out or, you know, just, oh my so God. Do you think they're maybe sharing more of a vulnerability than before? Scaring of vulnerability. No, sorry, sharing more oh, vulnerability than before. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, look, gosh, help me. You know, the New Zealand Prime Minister was brilliant. You know, like. Wasn't she? Way, Amazing. The way she was beautiful, the way she handled it like an mm-hmm. angel, right? Yeah. I would love to see a bloke, our Prime Minister, in yeah. that crisis break down, you know, have a tear because he was really close. Yes. God, he was close. And I seriously, mm-hmm. I was looking at him going, come on. And wouldn't you be close? I'd be close. I'd be like, dude, I don't want to be doing the prime minister role. That just look too hard right now. Oh, and you what about um Gladdy? Gladdy Berejiklian. Mm. Oh my lord! I mean, gee whiz, she was just it was a it was just like it was just like it was like a, a train smash about to happen. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> and like, and she was like, she had crises of herself right going on, mm-hmm. but she had the major crisis of our state. Yes. And she had to deal with crises of a leader north and south of her going, uh-huh. lady, we're not going to deal with you. You know, yes. it was full on. It could you just, we were, it was, she was getting battered all over the shop. And I was feeling her. And when she was on television, and when she was having to face up, you could just feel, see her face. Mm. Just like, it was ripped. She was stripped apart. Of yeah. I can't. I, how am I going to muster tomorrow? You could just feel it. It was that dramatic. I, I mm. felt her so much. She was literally yeah. going to die. I know. So oh, here's the thing. Part of what I believe is the need for a new approach to leadership massive. is this vulnerability thing. Well, see, my light's yeah. getting excited. See, this vulnerability I thing. I don't. I. I don't. I'm going to use another word for it for leadership. And, and I Good. really. What is it? What is it? And I. I. It's totally that. It. it for, for me and what I see, what's going on, it's 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 look vulnerability. It's it's not for everyone because good. So what is it for you? It's uh, for everyone. I think it's empathy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like the word for you is omnipresent. For me, my word oh, for twenty twenty one is omnipresent. Omnipresent. I can't pronounce it, but I'll say it. <laughs> it sounds very zen for a moment later. <laughs> Okay, so how how do we take that into a new approach of leadership? How do we bring well, that in? Oh, you know, definitely through what I think is empathy, and um, uh, yeah, so empathy, and then being agile. So agile in twenty twenty one, I really believe that you have to be flexible, understanding, um, and I think my word for omnipresence for me being in twenty twenty one, I really want to be able to. Um, give a lot more back to what I do know, come out of my shell a bit more and be able to be standing in my zone a bit more about, well, I do it anyway, but a bit more in a global way that I'm doing. Tell me what that looks like. Well, last year in throughout 2021, it mm. was crazy. I, I, I went from going, oh, sugar, I have no business, to, oh, sugar, yeah. I have so much business in the last five months of business, <laughs> right? Wow. So I had too much business and um that was nice um but good problem you know, to have right yeah good problem to have it, mm. you know i don't you know was it that saying don't 
we should give horse in the mouth. What's that saying? Yeah, I know what you mean, and I don't I know. I'm dyslexic. I get all those things wrong. Right. Amen. So, uh, yeah. So, you know, like I, I just I think that well, last year a lot of opportunities came to me, global opportunities. One was to mm-hmm. one was to be a global ambassador for a video brand, and then I'm going to take that big this year and then I another to be another ambassador for female leadership for so a good. Um, yeah for uh, like yeah a, a female global leader, ambassador for a, hmm. a um oh gosh a business in in England yeah yeah so that, that I thought that was really nice that they are yeah, I love that because now you're starting to use what your is your genius zone and you do amazing work uh, and then be able to use what you've built as a platform for you to now bring a bigger platform and give voice to right and I yeah. think that's so important and it's it's a way in which we can really turn turn up the impact that we bring. Yeah, and speaking about impact, I've got a story. Like I was just speaking to a really good friend of mine. Like she, she's like a, she's like a really, like she, she runs joints like really well, like businesses. And uh, during COVID, she had to sack three hundred people over Zoom. Yeah, that's, and that was heavy. That was heavy. Yeah. And um, and she was explaining to me and just sharing with me yesterday, um, that. It was really, really hard to do that over Zoom. Mm. That was just so. It's almost like it's like oh gosh, just so 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 impersonal. But it has to be personal. And anyway, she did really well. But she she but but obviously it's really hard. But it was one of the hardest days of her life. And I bet then, you it was. Uh, the people were once some said, "Oh, well, it's okay for you, you know, like you know, whatever, you know, come back, feedback, and things like that." But right. he said to everybody, "I want you to know that what you contributed to this company, that in, you've contributed for a reason, and has been, and mm-hmm. you know, to build the company, you've added your value to it, and tomorrow, that value will be recognized tomorrow, and the day after, and the day after." So hmm. your contribution, you know, is not going unforgotten. So it, it's just about, I think, li- li- it, change has to happen. You know, we're not in jobs for 10 years anymore. We're not in any jobs. My mum and dad were in jobs for 10 years all the time. Wow. Like, my mum said to me she wanted me to be a nurse when I was like, I don't know, 16 and things like that. And I was like, oh, my God, nurse, blood, guts, and gore. You know? I can't <laughs> imagine you as a nurse. <laughs> I can't either. <laughs> You know, I always wanted to be a detective, but that never happened. You know, wow. <laughs> Detective Zarina. Yeah. I, you know, talking about detectives now that we're de- getting distracted. Um, I, I wanted to be. Um, no, I always say that if I was to come back, I'd be one of those FBI human behavior analysis people that go in, and I just, I find that fascinating. Yeah, so do I. I like how I like to know how things work. I like to know how how things operate. Like, say, for example, like, you know, even, like, you know, a car factory. I would be so fascinated to see how it all assembles and everything, all the intricacies. Mm. Example. Um, but anyway, um, but, yeah, but just getting back to the point about oh, yeah, of course. Yes. leadership, yes. It, you know, the empathy <laughs> and the agility. Good. I'm so glad you're bringing us back to focus. Yeah, I'll bring it. That's okay. Leave it to me. <laughs> Fantastic. Go for it. <laughs> I'm now, where were we? <laughs> Totally on. 
that do this to me? Oh my god, you're teasing me. <laughs> Nasty. <laughs> no. <laughs> Nasty. Uh, yeah, but you know, like hey, it's just, it's just contribution. You know, like well, we've got to understand that we yeah. are not in jobs. We, we, you know what? You know what is actually opened up is that creativity. You're thinking outside the box. This whole yes. COVID business. You have to start as a human, as a human being. How resilient? How resourceful can I be? How resourceful yeah. can I make my day today? And you know what? So I'm good. Tell, I'm telling you, resourceful was the word for last year for hell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I'm the present for me this, this this year. But gee, was resourceful. I had to muster up gut, blood, blood, guts, and glory to get mm-hmm. into my mindset to get well. What am I going to do? to survive oh what am I going to do to do something but see that's huge that's I think what was huge about that for you and I saw across a lot of different leaders was this you were doing so well and I know what that's like you were getting this amazing momentum you were you know you were getting known as a across the globe and spaces that you've been wanting to get into maybe putting your thing you know your little toe in and it sort of went whoa now I'm in there and I'm now this budding new artist and and things like that right like and and then all of a sudden it's like you're in Sydney the borders are closed and your whole world changes yeah well I relaunched well I rebranded relaunched my my main my main gig is branding branding expert mm. personal branding yeah what I do I mean I never never went dormant I just went don't to go into my no, mind. but you have oh. to be resourceful, like you said, right? And yeah. change and and That's go. It. What does this new look like? Yeah, yeah. The new me, the new fresh me. I felt like a bloody mm. butterfly. I'm like, oh, so, mm. I was like, so good. I was like, see, were you the monarch or were you like the moth? The moth. Yeah. But, but you know, you know, you weren't alone on this. There were so many that had to deal with that, myself included. With you know, one of our companies, it was flying. It was actually because we nailed everything and we went in there and we worked really hard. And it was hard work, by the way. It was all restructure because we needed yeah. to have the infrastructure to cope with what we were doing now. Uh, so there was a heck of it was a hard year, but an amazing, successful. And in my company, it was a year where I had to go. Oh my goodness, how I'm doing live events, speaking, yeah. and you know, building yeah. these collaborative relationships, but being on the ground, building them with them, right? And all of a sudden, we were about to launch all these different things, and we couldn't do any of them. No, any nothing, of them. Nothing. I photographed 200 speakers in March in the national. National Professional Speakers Association convention, like they all get together, right, once a year. 200 in March, oh, my gosh. It was four days together with four, 200 speakers and boom, boom, boom. They were getting up on stage and making jokes on stage. So, you know, the MC would be like, you know, mm-hmm. but nobody's really actually understanding what was really going on. So there was this kind of banter, but there was no reality check, right? And then as right. the fourth day came, people were like, Oh my gosh, one lady was crying. All my work is cancelled. You know, mm-hmm. So we're starting dollars worth of cancellation of live events, right? So that right. was highly dramatic in a very short amount of time. In an intense part of uh, one type of avatar speakers that I deal with, mm. boom, gone. You know, like that. But then they all coming, they all came back as, uh, you know, the hybrid virtual. And that's why I've pivoted my mm-hmm. business towards them as well to suit them and help them. 
Which, of course, makes sense and smart on your behalf. Here's the thing. One of the things you said for this need for a new approach is empathy. How do we, when we know that so many are struggling or have had challenges or working through things, because, by the way, it'll just be a different level because often when you go to different levels, of, uh, you know, as a company, you go to yeah. different levels, there are yeah. different things, challenges that come across your pathway. It doesn't go away, challenges, right? How do you think as a as a leadership or as a leader that we can have more empathy or change the way we bring um, empathy as a priority into our leadership? I think taking a real interest in the person's life. Mm. There's um, a real, like, this, I'll just go back to this story. Uh, she, this is part of the, the pivot of this lady that was remarkable. And then um, I just, I just look, I used to work for Louis Vuitton, Moe Hennessy, mm-hmm. um, LVMH, you know, perfumes, cosmetics and all that business, right? And you heard of them once or twice, yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> the handbag, yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> anyway, so, and then I, and, and I found at the time when I was working there, uh, disconnect, right? Because right. they're corporate, right? And when you hear about certain stories like, what I heard yesterday, and this is the story mm. that was that um, this is a global company. Yes. And, and in New Zealand, well, for some reason, there was all these stats that they did. They would have done a read. They must have done some sort of survey. It wasn't intentional. It's just like probably to find out how are you going? How mm. can we help you? Are you okay? And are you, um, uh, you know, just survey. Are you all right? I mean, God, yeah. you know, it's as simple as that, right? You know, mm-hmm. then they got this feedback back. But what was the biggest revelation in the whole of this whole thing was the women that came back were help me, help me, mm. help me. How? A lot of women, the domestic violence in New Zealand was massive. Mm-hmm. was so sad that she was like, oh, my gosh. She, what happened was that she had to open up her offices. They had to open up the offices and wow. have a layer, a level of for women who could just go and escape into that Office. A safe space. Tan safe space. It was so shocking yesterday when I heard that, you know. So I was like, you know, like when it comes back to mm-hmm. empathy and agility and, you know, and oh, my God, that was like really heart-wrenching, you know, to, 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 to that she told me some stats, massive stats about and what they had to do as a corporate to help those women. I was like, yeah. God, this is what's happening out there. And it's getting brushed under the um, – the mat by probably corporates that don't really, really want to know or know or don't even understand it or don't get it. So how do we take that and not brush it under the carpet? Do a survey. Help these people. Do a survey. Come up with solutions. One of the reasons I'm doing these conversations is for this. I want an open platform where we can start having these conversations because I believe it starts with awareness. But then it it has to come from awareness to then go into ownership. And it's like, well, how are we going to own that? Or what are we going to do to bring solutions? How are you now that you've got that information? What are you going to do with that? Well, it's really interesting because I did a – I painted my first ever nude. I did actually see that. It came through oh, my feed. Oh, my God. I better Very quickly, it. and I was like, oh, I might go back and have a look at that. But then I go, is that kind of creepy that I want to go and no, look at? No, it that? wasn't. Okay, it was cool. a story, right. Kiri. It was a story <laughs> in the post. Okay, read cool. the story, go <laughs> Okay, I'll read the story. But I'm visual, so I went straight I to the picture. <laughs> I, 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 I liked on that one. But the thing is that the story was 
because I did it and there's a story about a lady I worked with and she mm. she came into my studio and we were magnificent. Like she was a power woman. She was a powerhouse. It was sort of energy and vibrance and power. And I didn't know her from Bar of Soap. It was on the end of the phone and mm. she was ringing me from Melbourne and she was a, like she used to be a manager of a, a, a some stars and, you know, and things like that. Anyway. She's into branding. She wanted to get onto boards and be named, like she wanted to get make her mark on boards as a woman in boards, right? Anyway, bring me up. She said to me, you're the only person in the whole of Australia. I've done my research. I've hunted mm. me down. You're the only one in Australia who can photograph me and will. And I went, okay. Right, okay. <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> no pressure. I went, shit. And she was really powerful. So I'm like, yes. really scared. So anyway, so she got us up on a plane. She arrived at the studio. Arrived mm. with the most beautiful clothes and you know just stuff right. She was a powerhouse, like full on. Mm. I'm like I'll never forget it. And we we're dancing around the studio, the natural light studio. Boom, boom, boom. It was like magic. It was complete magic. It was like it was just weird. Like, but it was a magical moment. I'm just like, wow, sun was coming in because I know I only work with natural light, right? Mm. And um, anyway, no electronics near me. And she goes, oh shit, ten percent. Um, and um, and then she goes to me, I've got to stop, stop. Serena, I've got to tell you something. I said, what is it? Um, I need to tell you that this is the last photo shoot I'll ever do. No, no, no. People come back uh, because they change. It's all good. Come mm-hmm. back, okay? Well, you're going to do a good job. You're going to come back. Oh, no. Stop me. Um, I said, three months later, mm-hmm. the most magnificent photos of this woman, Michelle, were seen at her funeral. <laughs> Wow. Wow. She said to me in the studio she had a brain tumour. Mm. And I just went, God. And I, I I dropped my camera literally. I literally did. I, I, I dropped my marbles. Mm-hmm. I dropped. I just, I just couldn't believe it. Michelle, you're glowing like a light bulb. How could you tell me this? Yeah. You know? And this is it. What the lesson is. Is to me for this year and with that painting and it's connected. Is life's too short. Life's too short to not to try. Life's too short to not to give and help. Mm. You know, and life's too short not to you know to take for granted our journey. Yeah. So how do we do that better with leadership? Really be in tune with people. You know, I think you know really, really. Yeah. Oh, I always talk it's about it. It's hard. It's it's I don't know, it's hard because leadership is such a big word, okay? And leadership in corporates is such a big word for them to navigate the Titanics or whatever they're you know, they're big ships, right? You know, I mean I just I mean I it's it's hard. Micro, micro, you gotta help people. But if it's too hard then no one's gonna do anything, right? No. So big thing that happened for me last year was that I brought all the people that came to me to get work done, branding, photography, mm-hmm. videos, all that with me, I made a conscious decision to say, and I just did it. I said, I'm inviting you out and we're going to come out to just be, you know, mm-hmm. come connect. And they, every single one of them physically came out and it was, a, it was a, there was a, there was a window there around late November and we all came out just to celebrate and just each other. They didn't know each other. But I was the conduit for connection and I felt the most empowered in my life of 10 years of business. I've never felt more empowered, more in, in, more in tune with my people ever in my life 
last year, November, last year, ever. Because they all came together. I stood up and spoke about why I'm doing this and my why and that you guys are making a difference to my life. I'm making a difference to them, but I'm bringing them together as a community because I am the community. I am their community. I'm the leader for them. And they look at me to help them. And I never took ownership of that in the past. Mm. I never did because I just was dealing with these egomaniacs that were, I was looking at them going, well, they've got all the answers, but I had to look in within myself. I've got answers to help people. And you know what? I've attracted a new beautiful tribe of people where people who have got more like really a softness about them and a love and that's what I that's where I am and the softness But I see that out of you, Zarina, this softness, this love, this new Zarina that I didn't see before. In fact, one of the reasons I'm loving these conversations is I get to have and see someone in a new light. You you ask me, does everyone know what you do? I'll ask that at the end or like I'll, I'll say well, how do they join you? But I want people to connect with another human yeah. and realise that as humans, we, we what are we doing? What can we do as humans helping humans get further along on this journey that I call life, right? How do we do that? And I think it's like what you're saying. You've, you're humanising. Yeah. That you are now a leader that is a human leader that is going, hey, I've got this beautiful tribe that are a part of my world. How do I best now own this? And what is that kind of change that I'm going to do with that and help bring that in a bigger way? Because you're changing me. I'm getting to help change your world. How can we together help to be part of the difference that is needed and you know that is needed like you brought up in New Zealand the domestic violence there you know like there's so much need and and the moment when Michelle said to you hey by the way I'm not coming back here and and there's such a need right and one of the things that I I'm I'm going on and on and on about and my theme for this year is to see humanity and what I mean by that is to see humanity at the decision table and this is part of it that we are human we are human and we have to get back to that and going how are we adding value and how can we help to take others along on that journey with us so true amen what what's going on in you right now when i when i talk about that peace yeah peace I, I think I've come a long way to just be, uh, what do you call it, uh, comfortable in my own skin. To be Which me. I love, by the way. It's a much better skin. Get rid of well, that old one. This yeah. one's awesome. I oh, thank you because I don't. I just I was too shy. I really am. I'm, no, you're not. You weren't. No. Yeah, but I mean, I just, <laughs> but why are you too shy? Because this is the this and this is this gets me know. right that that more. More cannot be standing strong like this and coming into the whatever that is. It's like you said, I'm turning into that butterfly, you know. And I, by the way, I think it's going from moth to monarch. Um, yeah. But you know, it's there's there's a reason to this, and it goes back to even the conversation we were talking about about the tall poppy syndrome, right? Like it's not the norm for us to to necessarily be the different person that we're meant to be. And that's what I love. It goes back to conversations of humanity. I always want us to be humans at the table but bring our distinctions to the table. I don't talk about um, diversity. I I talk about distinctions, that you're actually bringing your distinctions to the table. Why? 
because I like the Serena that's not like everyone else. I like the Serena that goes, hey, by the way, I want to bring my tribe on this journey. I'm not really sure how that works, but let's yeah. work that out together. Let's yeah. figure out how we can bring change together. Yes, my love. Yes. I yes. know, but the I'm thing really is, good. there's more Zarinas out there, and I reckon. So thank you for sharing that because I think, you know, our listeners and, and those that listen to the replays and everything, you know, they are, there's more Zarinas out there. There are that want to stand in their truth, that want to have, you know, be this net, you know, new approach to leadership, that we can stand as leaders and be not just okay, but love and live our lives the best we can every single day. Well, and I don't know that leadership has always been like that. No. No, because it's you know, it's a bit hard to voice your opinion and be yourself in a in a in a in an environment where it's quite um it's competitive. Yeah. You know, so why do you why do you think that? Why do you think that's hard? What is it that stops us from doing more of that? Or judgment. more people being I able think to do that it? judgment is what stops people from being I love judgment. Look, at the end of the day, judgment this is why I haven't stepped into my zone as much as mm-hmm. I probably could or own it because of judgment. But Right. What do you do? You just it takes it takes time, you know. I don't know, so, you tell me. Because here's the thing. Like I don't I just and that's what I always say here at the table. I said, you can say anything and everything because there is no judgment. Because even if I disagree with something you say, even if I don't like what you're doing, I love you as a human because I see you as a human first. And there might be things. And I think that we need to now have those conversations that are uncomfortable, right? That yeah. maybe we don't all agree with each other at the table. And it's actually okay. Oh no, I love that. That I love. I love. It's that. actually okay. Yeah, I know, but it's that's where the judgment comes in because if you are at a table where everyone looks the same, sounds the same, feels the same, then and you think differently and you speak yeah. up, you know that you are not necessarily going to be the one that's accepted, loved at that table, yeah. wanted to be at that table, right? Yeah. Spot on. So you've got we to be at the table to have these conversations. You know what? You've got to be at the table because without that difference, where there is no table. I know. So how do we make it in a way that more people can be at the table? Does that mean we need to make different tables? Does that mean we need to get these tables out at the beach and get yeah. amazing people out of their places, their environments yeah, yeah. that are totally. their environments totally. into a Spot safe on. environment? Who knows? What is it? What can yeah. we do? Be out and about and be connected mm. with people like-minded to be able to share your voice and your opinion, I think. Yeah. I give voice and opinion. So your, your, voice, you, your voice, your thoughts. Yeah. Your, your so what, what's, what's Serena's voice now? Coffee. Phone's about to die. Coffee. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that was so deep. No, no, I'm sorry. What was I doing? You crack me up. No, okay. I Obviously, you're running out of juice there. Um, before you run out of juice, I do want to ask you a question because I ask this of everyone that comes on here, and I say, you know, from our conversation today, what have you, what have you take, what are you taking away? What have you maybe learned or going? Oh, that's what I'm going to take in. I'm going to do it a little different, or I'm going to think on that. What What are you going to take from this? Hmm. That I didn't know hmm. that I was having or having a being being 
me yeah. your feedback. So I'm grateful mm-hmm. for your feedback. Your Thank your you. your words of me on me are like it, that that is special. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and it makes me want to do. Well, well, no, it 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 says to me that I'm on the right track. Anyway, you know, I love that. Thank you, my dad. Well, you're very welcome. And here's the thing. I just think that sometimes it's about us, you know, just doing more of what what we need to do and and amplify it. Because of course the more we can do it, the more lives can can be a part of that and come on that journey with you. Yeah? Yeah. Okay, so before your phone rings it runs out, how do people get hold of you if they want to know more about what you do and uh become a part of that tribe that you're talking about? Well, I've got a new website which got launched this mm. week with the nude. <laughs> Two things. There's Arena Photography, Z A H R A N A Zarina Photography dot com, that new yeah. website, and then the other website is ZarinaGallery.com. So there's the art and there's Arena Photography. I've never owned the art because I didn't, I thought it's a separate thing. It's a distraction. I thought people would go, Oh, aren't you doing what you're doing up here? Like yeah. photography and videography, whatever, you know, that sort of stuff, right? I went, Well, no, I am, but I'm doing it because I need that to feed. I need the art to feed the soul to get to this to make me yeah. more real. So the big shift has been that the art has made me connect to my soul more to give me more focus and more and my, more uh, color in my life. That is to do with humans, but to do with my canvas and my art, my creativity that feeds my soul to do better at what I do every day. Then my voice is coming out and how I am today that you see me. It's been a massive shift, like massive. It came to me like a freaking tornado, like a tsunami. Boom. And it came to me like that. And it changed me. Like I don't look at just the people that I'm working with. That's a job. It's a gig. It's innate. I can do it. My eyes closed. I'm a master at it, but I'm not a master at art. And it came to me through my soul, and I didn't know. I've never painted yeah. in my life, ever, ever. I've never done a nude. I've never done the water mm. stuff. I've never done all that. So ZarinaGallery.com, I'm now mm. starting to own what I do, and that is being a multifaceted human being. Yeah. And I've got, I never thought I could. I never thought I should because it was the status quo. You do and you're one. You do that avatar. You're, 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 you're the one photographer. You're not. Or you, you do that. You're in that track. Oh, God. And then I started getting confused about my identity. I'm like, all right, I'm getting really fucked off with all this. I don't know how. How can I hide myself? Like being, like, you know, people say they're gay and they have to come out. Oh, fuck it. I'm fucking, I'm like, I don't know why. <laughs> I'm coming you know? out. I'm coming out. I'm coming out now. <laughs> And I literally, yeah. I did that two days ago. So mm. with that nude in the post, I literally came wow. out. So thank you. That's what I came yeah, out. That's that beautiful. I love that. And what an amazing, thank you so much for coming on. I know your phone's running out. And I'll I'll finish the broadcast on myself and you can oh. disappear in a second. But I just, I want to thank you for coming on. I want to thank you for being willing to uh, be open to just share where you're at and what's happening and then for us to be able to see through your lens of how you're seeing how we can bring a need you know the a new approach to leadership I think it's easy for us to uh, think we know what it is we we but I love the sort of the different perspective that yeah. you bring into our focus to be able to uh, you know look at it and go hopefully make different decisions now that we are more aware so thank you for being a part of that my pleasure my darling my pleasure Mm. 
And uh, that beach looks really awesome. So I hope you got some swimmers on. Yeah, no. No, <laughs> Dude, after that coffee, yeah. you know, charge up that phone while it's charging, jump in there. No, I had my cold shower before I got got on here. Oh wow! Ooh, yeah, I'll, I'll get on the five bed. minutes. Five minutes. I literally, I'm one of those weirdos that bring a mobile into the phone, into the plate, in the thing, so that I can put my timer on. And I literally doing five minutes every day. Nice work. They're doing. Mm. I'd go onto the. You know, like I'll take my puppy dog Charlie. Charlie. Yeah. You know, like go on the kayak out here. Ah, oh, that is so good. Yeah. So good. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you very much, Kiri. Love you lots and have an awesome rest of your day. Thank you, everybody who's listening. Thank you very much. Amazing droplets of wisdom for you from today's episode. Make sure you subscribe, ensure you leave an awesome rating and review. Our hope is this podcast creates a new awareness, activates ownership to what is next, a curiosity for the need to be part of the change and to make footsteps of sustainability from today onwards. If you want to further your journey with us, then apply to join us at our next Leaders Movement Parlay. The link is in the show notes. We appreciate you. Help us to help build a tribe who make humanity as stakeholders. To achieve this together, recommend this podcast to leaders, innovators, and movement changers. Big love until we see you on the next Decision Table Series podcast episode.